This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business on PetLifeRadio.com. I am your host, Ty Brown. Uh, You can find me on Facebook at Grow Your Dog Training Business with Ty Brown. This is the show where we help you start or grow your dog-related business to a healthy six figures per year or more income. And today, I'm going to get into a math problem with you. And you're going to be saying, no, I don't want to do math. I've done enough math. But this is a math problem that you're going to want to do. Because I'm going to show you how with 500 visitors to your website, you can create a business that's earning $10,000 per month or more. So stay with us. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free at Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All right, we're back, and we're doing some math today. And I know a lot of you are saying, I'm tired of math. I didn't do well in algebra in high school. Geometry was my worst subject. Calculus can take a hike. That's not what we're doing today. We're doing fun math today. We're doing very fun and simple math and turning math into $10,000 a month for your business. I'm primarily talking to dog trainers today, but the same concept works if you've got a veterinary office, if you're a pet sitter, if you're a dog walker, if you're a uh, dog groomer, the same things will apply. The numbers will just be a little bit different. And so owning a dog training business myself, I can tell you that, and not only owning a dog training business, but coaching a lot of different dog trainers, I've found that these numbers can work. They are not crazy pie in the sky numbers where we can take 500 website visitors and turn them into $10,000 every month. Now, if you're one of these business owners that's above $10,000 per month, awesome, good for you. Change the math. Maybe you want to be $30,000 a month. Well, let's get 1,500 website visitors. Maybe you want to be $50,000 a month. How many website visitors are you going to need for that? My point is, this is a show, this is an episode, where we're going to talk about how to actually scale your business in such a way that we just turn it into a math problem. Because so often when you're trying to grow your business, you're trying to get consistent sales, or you're trying to you're trying to make sure that you're not worried every single month, am I going to have the money? You know, are we going to have the sales? Am I going to be able to make my bills? All that stuff. It turns into this emotional type problem where you're scared, you're nervous, or you're anxious, or maybe you're doing fine, but you just really want to grow. And so when you're trying to do these things, oftentimes you don't put your efforts into the things that are creating the uh, the outcomes that you want. So the outcome that you want is that $10,000 a month or $40,000 or $100,000, whatever it is. But that's the outcome. And so instead of treating it like a math problem and treating it in a very linear, logical fashion, you often treat it in like, well, let me go... 
Let me go, I don't know, put out some flyers. Let me go put out some business cards. Let me go. And so you start doing stuff that you can't track what happens. And in not being able to track, you have no ability to know whether or not it works. And so what I'm going to share with you today is, is stuff that you can do and you can apply and you can know if it's working and know if you're getting the, the right results. And when you do know that you're getting the right results, you can spend your time just on that. And I can't tell you how liberating that is to have a business where you can just spend the time on the things that are valuable to your business. Instead of spending a lot of time spinning your wheels and and doing a lot of unnecessary things. And so, so like I say, this episode is, is a lot more than about $10,000 a month. It's about efficiency. It's about It's about knowing that you're going to be fine month in, month out, that the sales are going to be there, that the revenue is going to be there, that you can take the vacation, that you can, that you can do all these things that you, you want to do because the math works. Okay. So I've already, like I say, you know, for dog trainers, I've already made this uh, 500 websites into 10,000, but again, the numbers work different. You know, if you want a hundred thousand dollars a month, that's 5,000 website visitors, but you have to do it the right way. So I came up with one, two, three, four things. If you're going to have 500 website visitors and turn it into $10,000 revenue, there's four things that you need to do, making this super simple for you. There's just these four things. And I, I promise if you do them right, you can get to, you know, so much better revenue. Because oftentimes when I'm coaching with dog trainers, one of the first things I ask them is how much traffic their website's getting. Most of the time they have no idea. Um, so that's a problem right there. So they have no clue. But when they do have a clue, it's not uncommon for me to find just a small business, you know, one person, they've got 500 website visitors per month and they're making three, four, five thousand. And so they're sitting on an asset that could be making them a lot more money. And again, you know, project this out to maybe it's that business that has, it's bigger. They've, you know, they're doing $15,000 a month or, or whatever it is. And, um, and they're getting maybe 800 website visitors or, or whatever it is, or a couple thousand. And they're just not using them the right way. So I'm going to tell you what you need to do here. Okay, let's get into it. I said there's four things. Here's number one, traffic to lead conversion. So traffic to lead conversion is a very simple formula. It's how many people come to your website versus how many leads do you get? And so if 100 people come to your website, how many leads do you get? And so I count a lead as a phone call, an email, or a, a form fill out, right? And so that's a lead, you know, somebody showing interest. Um, and it, it might be as simple as somebody emailing you, what are your prices? Or it could be somebody like who's gone through all of your stuff, calling you saying, I really love everything you do. I'm pretty sure I want to sign up. Both of those are leads. And so I find that most businesses, when I meet them for the first time, are getting about a one to 3% conversion rate of traffic to leads. So one to 3% means a hundred people come and you get one to three leads, you know, um, 500 people come and you're getting five to 15 leads, for example. And so one to 3% is not a good conversion rate, but it's fairly typical in the industry. It's funny how many times I talk with people, dog trainers all over the country, and I find that they're getting these same conversion rates, no matter where they are. And it's actually, as I look into it, it's not that funny because when you look at them, most dog trainer websites are very darn similar. And so 
you know, you're not going to get a whole lot of difference in, in conversion rates. And so a realistic number to get to is 10%. 10% is um, actually a pretty big number, but it is realistic. You know, we've, I've helped a lot of websites get to that 10%. And so, like I say, it's realistic. It can be done. Sometimes people do more, 12%, 13%. Sometimes you can, you know, really put in the effort and, and really you're getting 7 8% or whatever the case might be. But, uh, but 10% is a good number because it's attainable, it's very good, and it's realistic. So how do you do that? You know, why why are websites getting 1% to 3% and other websites are getting 10%? And first of all, let me help you understand, if you haven't already, if you're getting 10%, you're getting triple the leads versus 3%. Triple the leads. Already, you're going to be making money just by having more people to talk to and just by having more ability to reach out to dog owners. But anyways, so what's holding websites back from getting this? It's usually two main things. Number one is lead generation mechanisms with a call to action. <laughs> so let me repeat that. Lead generation mechanisms with a call to action. Let me, and so let me break that down for you. A lead generation mechanism is a mechanism on your website that can collect a lead. And a call to action is some sort of, well, it's a call to action saying, do this thing. So for example, a lead generation mechanism with a call to action could be enter your information below to get immediate access to programs and pricing. That is a lead generation mechanism with a, with a call to action. And underneath it, of course, would be name, phone number, email, or something like that. A lead generation mechanism could be similar. It could be enter your information below to schedule a free consult or a free temperament test and evaluation for your dog. And so that is a lead generation mechanism with a call to action. Now, lead generation mechanisms with a CTA need to be three things, clear, valuable, and plentiful. So clear is do this exact thing and this thing will happen. Compare that to most calls to action on the website. First off, almost all websites don't even have them, but their biggest call to action is contact us. Is that clear what's going to happen? Okay, if I contact you, will you email me back? Will you call me? Will I get an evaluation? Will we just talk? Like, what happens when I contact you? There's no clearness to it. Clarity. <laughs> That's a better word, right? There's no clarity to it. Is clearness even a word? <laughs> I do that a lot. I say things that might not even be words. But anyways, contact us is not clear what's going to happen. And so when it's not clear, you will get a smaller conversion rate. You just will. Number two, it's not valuable. Contact us, you know, elicits no value. What are they on your website for? They're on your website to figure out if you're good and what you cost, right? They're on the website to figure out if you can solve their problem and what that's going to require of them. And so give that to them, you know, give them something of value. And so, you know, for example, ours on our website is enter your information below to get immediate access to programs and pricing. That's why they're there. They want to know more about programs and pricing. So I give them a very clear, valuable way to do it. You know, enter your information below and you'll get it. And so it's, you know, you want it to be clear. You want it to be valuable. And the third thing is you want it to be plentiful. You might say to yourself, well, I have my contact form. It's on the, it's on the button that says contact. That's fine, right? It's not because the easier, you know, there's, there's a very basic rule of getting something that you want. The more that you ask for it, the more that you'll get it. And so, for example, do you ever know that guy? He's fearless. I've known a couple guys like this in my life. And let's start off by saying, and no judgment here because I'm no catch myself, but let's say that, you know, I'm talking about a guy, he's not attractive. You know, he's kind of, he maybe he's nerdy or dorky looking or whatever, but you know, 
women wouldn't look at this guy and say, wow, he's attractive. But he's the guy that goes out there and he's dating pretty girls all the time, maybe marries a really pretty girl. You ever known that guy? I've known a couple of those guys in my life. How do they do that? You know, where he's he's ugly, <laughs> and, but he goes and gets pretty women. A lot of these guys, the way that they do it is they just ask a lot. They have no fear of rejection, so they get out there and they ask. You know, and they see a pretty woman that, um, that you know, they say, hey, I think I'd like to know this person better. And they go up and talk to him and ask him out. And the more that they ask, the more confidence that they get because they're like, hey, you know, I didn't die when this happened. And sometimes I even get a date out of it. And so women, of course, are, you know, just by law of averages, they're going to get more yeses because they're asking more. And then women become, you know, attracted to their confidence and, and other parts of their personality that are great. And so <laughs> your website can be ugly and still convert super well if you ask more. And it, it is a very simple concept. Like um, this is why our email list works so well. I'm actually gonna talk better about, more about that in a second. We email people a lot and we're not even emailing them really valuable information. We're just emailing them a lot. And because we're in front of them more, making more offers, we get more people to say yes. And so it's the same thing on your website. The CTAs, the, the calls to action, need to be clear, valuable, and plentiful. There need to be a lot of them. You know, they generally need to be on every page of your website. Don't expect somebody to know what to do, that they need to go over the contact page, what's going to happen, what's going to, you know, how they're going to enter their email and from, you know, don't expect everyone to go through that process. Make it super easy, super clear, super valuable, and put that, you know, that ask out there a bunch. So that's the first problem that I see on most websites is there's no calls to action. The ones that exist are not clear, valuable, and they're not plentiful. The second problem I see is your copy. You know, the thing that's on your website. And I, I talked about this, or I mentioned this earlier. Almost every dog trainer on earth that I've seen, all of their websites look pretty darn similar. Hey, we do this, this, and this. We can teach your dog to do this. We can teach you to communicate with them. We can teach you to be a good leader. All of these things that are just buzzwords that don't make you anything different, don't make you anything special. All of those things do not elicit any sort of emotion. I call it business card websites. You know, what's a business card? It's your name, it's your phone number, it's your email, it's a tagline, it's, hey, we do dog training, you know, or whatever. And so there's no real emotion in there. There's no real like, hey, I understand your problem. And not only do I understand it, but I have created a solution that is unique and et cetera. And so, you know, copy that elicits emotion, that talks about a signature program, that talks about a, a signature process that you guys go through is far better converting into leads than people that just, you you know, you go to their page and they say, it's their program page. And it says, we have these three programs. We've got the board and train and it's three weeks. And we've got the private training program. It's six sessions. And we've got this and here's the cost. There's no emotion. There's no promise. There's no anything in that type of copy on your website. And so you're not going to get great conversions from that. People aren't going to be like, wow, this is speaking to me. I totally get this. Let me reach out. It's just not going to happen. You will get people that reach out, but you'll just get people reaching out at one to 3% rather than 10%, for example. So number one, we've got to get traffic and turn them into leads. So how do we do that? Better lead generation mechanisms with calls to action and copy that elicits emotion. Number two, once we've got these leads, we've got to nurture them. I know one of the biggest challenges, one of the biggest things that dog trainers have is they say, I don't want everybody to call me because then I'm going to spend all my time talking on the phone and blah, blah, blah. So first off, I would say, 
depending on where you are in your career, it might be a good idea to talk to as many people on the phone as you can. Don't be lazy. Talk, you know, spend a lot of time, put in the effort to get as good at sales and understanding your market as you are at dog training. That's a big thing people forget. They're like, I will spend years developing my dog training skills and 42 minutes developing my sales skills. You know, it's silly, right? But anyways, you've got to nurture the leads. And so here's what we found. For every 10 leads that come in, we're trying to get two to three sales conversations. And so that's our goal. Two to three sales conversations for every 10 leads. Now, you might say, that sounds really low, and maybe it is, but what I found is that when you get 10 leads, five of them usually are junk. You know, you'll email them, text them, call them, and they never respond, and you often are like, why did you even reach out in the first place? But, you know, and sometimes it's less than half, sometimes it's more than half, but if I go into 10 leads saying half of them I will probably never hear from, you'll probably not be that wrong, and so, so like I say, that's just how people are. They'll enter information on a website, they'll reach out, they'll call, they'll email, And then when you try to reciprocate or call back or whatever, like you'll never get in touch with them. Like it just happens. Sorry. So I figured that for every 10 leads, we've got five potential clients. Now, usually, you know, some of them like disqualify themselves because they're like, you know, they recognize maybe you're too expensive or they don't like the training tools that you use or whatever. And so, so any case, you're really looking out of those five quality leads, you're looking to have two or three sales conversations. And when I say a sales conversation, it might be over the phone. It might be through email. Actually, it might be in person, but I'm talking about a real conversation where you can figure out some of their problems and and propose a solution. I'm not talking about like, hey, uh, somebody calls up, what's your prices? $1,000. Okay, thanks. That's not a sales conversation. I'm talking, we're trying to get two to three legit sales conversations for every 10 leads. Now, how do we get two to three? Because sometimes that can be tough. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to explain there's four things that we do that you can do to get those, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. Stay with us. I'm going to come back and tell you what these things are. It's designerpetsweaters.com, hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Okay, we're back. And uh, first off, we are trying to get 10% of our website visitors to turn into leads. And then out of those leads, we're trying to get 20 to 30% of those to turn into sales conversations. So how can we do that? Number one, automated emails. So when somebody becomes a lead on your website, they fill out your form, you want that going through an autoresponder so that you can send them automated emails. Now, the automated emails are there, we generally do about one per day for five to seven days after they opt in. And then as a first series, we call it an indoctrination series, where we're helping them realize what's different and unique about us. And that's important because if you're not different and unique, why should they use you? Because you're closer, you're cheaper, 
You don't want that. So like I say, you know, we set up a series of automated emails so that they're learning about us and we don't have to do anything other than set it up once. Number two, scheduled emails. So I do one newsletter every week. You can actually do more than that and be totally fine. I wouldn't recommend doing less than that. You should be contacting your list at least every week with emails that are entertaining, that, you know, kind of uh, are worth opening. If you're doing emails, if you're doing newsletters that are just a bunch of dog training tips, <laughs> people aren't going to open them. I know that sounds silly, but like their life is far bigger than just their dog. And so most people don't care about dog training tips. They want an answer, but they do care about being entertained. And so if you can entertain them in these emails, then they'll get opened and you'll stay in front of people and you will get more sales conversations because you're in front of them. Number three is manual follow-up. And so when leads come in, you should contact them. You should physically text them. You should physically call them. I say physically, you know, it should not be an automated process. Like there should be an, a manual process where somebody is calling this person to try to see if you can solve their problem. And then the fourth thing is there are tools that you can use other automated things. Like you can use automated text. Active Campaign is an autoresponder that does emails and uh, automated text. You can do Entreport. There's a bunch where you can put in automated text. There's something called RVM, ringless voicemail. So if you're getting a lot of phone numbers, RVM is you can send out a whole bunch of voicemails all at once. And so anyways, these are automated and manual things that you can do that not only follow up, but educate the prospect on why you are different and why you are better. So when you have a good lead nurturing process in place, getting two to three sales conversations for every 10 leads is not a crazy number to shoot for. It's a realistic number. And so, all right, that's the second thing. So first thing is we've got to have better lead generation from that, those 500 visitors. We've got to have better lead nurturing once they turn into a lead. The third thing is we need a sales process. Because what we're shooting for is for every two to three sales conversations to get one sale. And I know a lot of people actually do better than that. And so that's awesome. Like I say, these are numbers that we're shooting for. Because if we can hit these numbers, we make our 10,000 for every 500 visitors. If you do a little bit better, obviously you make more than 10,000 for every 500 visitors. Um, but like I say, so we're shooting for one sale for every two to three conversations. So my question to you is, do you have a process when you're selling? Or do you just talk, <laughs> you know, do you take your prospects on an emotional journey? And what I mean by that is dog training is a very emotional sale. And I've actually got news for you. Everything is an emotional sale because everything that you purchase is the solution to a problem. Even some stupid little thing that, you know, impulse purchase that you do at the cash register is a solution to a problem. That one happens to be a solution to a $2 problem. You know, it's not a big problem that you have, but it's a solution to a problem. Every vehicle purchase, every home purchase, every magazine purchase, every food purchase, every um, clothing purchase, every widget purchase, every purchase is an emotional purchase that is solving a problem. And so just like the copy on your website, if it's non-emotional, if the copy on your website is all about, hey, check it out, we've got these programs and this is the cost and there's no emotional connection between what you're doing and the problem that they've got, you're going to sell less. And it's the same when you're selling in person or over the phone. If you cannot bridge the gap between their problem and your solution using emotion, 
you're going to have a problem. Well, yeah, you're going to have a problem. You're not going to sell as much as you could be. You will not help as many dogs as you could be helping. You will not serve as many clients as you could serve because you are not taking them on an emotional journey where they recognize deeply the impact of the problem that they have and then recognize also with the same level of depth the the impact of your signature program and how it can benefit their life. So are you taking them on an emotional journey? If the answer is no, and you're just simply saying, hey, here's your dog. Okay, you've got these problems. Cool. Here's our program. Mm, That's not very emotional. It's very linear, very logical. Logic belongs in the sales process, but most of it should be emotion. And so that's the third thing here. Once we've got these sales conversations coming from these leads, we need to have a process in which to sell them. And, you know, help them realize if they, you know, if they're a great match for you. And sometimes they're not. And actually your sales process should do that too. Your sales process should qualify those that are uniquely suited for you and should disqualify those that are not. Because it's not your job to sell something to everybody. It's your job to put your solution in the hands of the people that are best served to get it. Now, if you're doing the first parts right, number one and number two, you can do a pretty darn good job of making sure that most people that you're having a sales conversation with are pretty qualified. All right, so that's one, two, and three. Number one, turn traffic into leads. Number two, turn leads into sales conversations. Number three, turn sales conversations into sales. And you might be saying, well, shouldn't that be it? No, that is not it. But wait, there is more. And the one more thing is you've got to have a program where you're getting an average of $2,000. And this for some people is not a problem. You know, I talked to some dog trainers, they're already up there. And then I talked to other dog trainers, they're at three, four, $500. And so my question to you is, can you transform a dog? Can you transform a life of an owner for three, four, $500? Probably not. There's not enough margin in there for you to do the type of work that is transformative. And frankly, if you are not transforming lives, then what are you in this for? Are you in this to just give people the basics so that they have to go somewhere else to figure out how to actually solve their problems? Or are you in it just to get people one step closer to their goal? Or are you here to make sure that 10, 15 years of their life with this dog are as fruitful and awesome as they could be? If you're talking the latter, if you want everything to be as fruitful and awesome and fantastic and and you want to create change in people's lives, not just give them a couple tools to make their life a little bit better, but actual change, then you can't do that for three or $400. You just can't. Can you do it for $1,000? Often, yes. That's, that's kind of a starting point. And so a lot of the dog trainer clients that I work with, we work to make sure that we're at least getting 1,500 to 2,000 as an average. Now, if your average is 1,500, then 500 visitors might not quite turn into, might not turn into quite $10,000, but you could be pretty close. And now it's a matter of just getting a little bit more traffic. But, uh, but yeah, if you can get to that $2,000 average ticket, we're there. Now, Well, in fact, I have done whole shows on how to get, you know, how to raise your prices and things like that. And so I don't want to spend a ton of time talking about that. I just want to recap what I said. If you're in this business to just give people a little taste of dog training, reconsider. I don't mean that. I don't, that sounds really jerky. I know. And I apologize if that comes across as as really jerky. But there's enough places they can get that. They can go to PetSmart and Petco and they can get a taste of dog training. They can go to YouTube and get a taste of dog training. They can get some books and get a taste of dog training. What are you on this earth for as a dog trainer? Are you on this earth to give them a taste, to kind of help them? Or are you on this earth to change people's lives? I don't want to sound like overly dramatic, but I have changed thousands of people's lives at this point through my company. And that to me gives a lot of meaning and a lot of 
there's a lot of value in my life because of the lives that I've changed. If I had a, a career to look back on of selling three, four, five hundred dollar packages and helping people get to another step, I think I'd feel okay. But I would also wonder why didn't I do more? Why didn't I get them to the ultimate goal? Why didn't I get them to what I think is amazing level of training? And that amazing level of training, frankly, if you're good at what you do, is worth much more than that three, four, five hundred dollar range. You really need to be thinking a thousand and up if you're going to change people's lives. Okay, enough about that. But these are our four things. Let's look at it. Number one, turn the traffic into leads because we're supposing that you've already got your 500 visitors coming a month. So turn those 500 visitors into leads. Number two, nurture the leads. Number three, have a sales process. Number four, have a program worth $2,000. And let's look at the math, folks. 500 visitors, if we're getting a 10% conversion, is 50 leads. Now, if we're getting a 20 to 30% conversion of leads to sales conversations, because we've got some great automation and great things warming them up, now we're having 10 to 15 sales conversations per month. You know, real sales conversations. That's not much, guys. That's like one every other day, every other work day. It's not that much. 10 to 15 sales conversations when we've got a process for selling them leads to five sales. It's not that hard to get a 30 to 50% conversion rate. Even over the phone, you could do that. And if we're getting $2,000 per sale, we just made five sales, turned into $10,000. Boom, drop the mic, there it is. You get 500 visitors with very realistic conversion processes equals $10,000. It's as simple as that. So if you are getting 500 visitors and you're making $5,000 a month, you are leaving $60,000 a year on the table because you're not doing these conversion things. Remember, there's really only four conversion things. Converting traffic into leads, converting leads into sales conversations, converting sales conversations into sales, and converting sales worth $2,000-ish. Which one of those is broken for you? It's likely all four for most dog trainers that I talk to. Some of you, it's two or three. Some of you, it's just one. But like I say, if you're getting 500 visitors and not making $10,000, you are broken. There's something broken in your process. And so which one of it is it and how do you fix it? You know, that's the question that you need to be asking yourself. But once you've identified what it is, it now becomes a whole lot easier to fix it. And how to fix it, of course, is tons and tons of work. <laughs> in fact, we coach people on that. Um, dun, 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 dun. But no, in all seriousness, this is your roadmap. Simple as that. This is your roadmap to $50,000 a month, if that's what you want. If you want to have a few trainers working for you and $50,000 a month and everybody's making good money, this is your roadmap to do it, to have these conversion mechanisms with 2,500 visitors per month. If you want $100,000 a month, these are your conversion mechanisms with 5,000 visitors per month. And so once you have these conversion mechanisms down, the only thing that you need to do is get more traffic to it. And to be honest, that is the easiest part. Traffic is plentiful. It's available for free doing SEO techniques. It's available for free doing some uh, social media stuff. It's available for purchase through YouTube, through Facebook, through Google, through Instagram. It's everywhere. It's plentiful. There are so many people out there looking for what you have. So that's not your problem. And in fact, that's where most dog trainers think their problem is. I just need to get more traffic. The problem is the conversion mechanisms. They don't have these conversion mechanisms in place. And so they can get all the traffic in the world and it's only going to slightly help them, you know, to get all this extra traffic. But if you've got these conversion mechanisms in place and they're working and they're working well, 
and you start adding traffic to it through Google or YouTube or Facebook, it's like adding gasoline to a fire. But like I say, don't go in the opposite order. Don't start thinking, let me get more traffic before you've got conversion mechanisms in place. Otherwise, you're just going to waste a whole bunch of money on traffic. So hopefully this makes sense. What I want you to do, head to PetLifeRadio.com. Listen to all my episodes over at Six Figure Dog Business because gosh darn it, they're all amazing. And then once you're done with that, listen to all the other episodes and all the other shows because there's some really cool shows. And then when you're done with that or at any point therein, come over to Grow Your Dog Training Business with Ty Brown on Facebook. Just put that into Facebook and you'll find it. Grow Your Dog Training Business with Ty Brown. Tons of free resources. You can even contact me and talk about coaching so I can help you put in these mechanisms into your business. So thanks for listening. Listen again next time. Talk to you soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.